Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. I'm Joey. And I'm Judy, and we're so glad you're joining us. And I want to first of all say thank you for listening, subscribing, yes. sharing, and letting us know your testimonies, but also happy birthday to my love, my high school sweetheart, the one that wouldn't leave me alone when we were 15 years old and would bug me. I'm just Hang kidding. On. I know we both have I a think she went after me. <laughs> we have that. a different story. <laughs> yep. But that's probably for another episode or another yeah, podcast. But for sure. He turns 51 today. <laughs> and <laughs> He's 37, right? Yep. I always forget I think so. how old... Um, how old we are i have to ask him like yep. babe how old am i going to be this year and i usually add a year so that's yep. good i feel good about myself when he's like you're adding a year you're actually yeah. you're younger she robbed the cradle she's <laughs> older than me i'm date i'm married to an older woman i'm only three months older yeah. than him <laughs> yeah just three months but you know what true testimony i i know this is a podcast so you can't see my face but if you go to our youtube you can see us filming this i have yet to have my first gray hair on my head and i do not color my hair I have not colored my I hair since of them. I think it's maybe been like six years or longer Such since long I've cut, yeah. colored my hair. So I tease him. He teases me that I'm older, and I tease him that I don't have gray hair yet. And I have enough for both of us. Yeah, but it's wisdom, babe. <laughs> yeah. It's wisdom. There you go. That's On Wisdom Wednesday. There you go. Wisdom pouring out of my head. Um, so with, one of the things that was in our heart to share with you is to not fight tired. Yeah, come on. We have recently, we did a we did a. Well, I, <laughs> I launched a women's conference and I say yeah. we because my hubby was like the behind the scenes action team helping me with anything I needed. And he he knows what this takes out of me. It's not just showing up on the day you minister. It's like yeah. a lot of behind the scene things. But anytime that you go through a battle or anything, one of our pastors and mentors told us one of our greatest pieces of advice. And he said, never fight tired. Yeah. When you guys have, when we were pastoring or when we were teaching mm -hmm. or anything we did, whether we did a conference, a retreat, anything like that, then usually comes an attack. Mm -hmm. Usually comes the adverse, uh, uh, the adversary trying to weigh you down and discourage you. Yeah. And you want to like fight or fight against each other or fight it when really one of the mm -hmm. things that God was speaking to me about not fighting tired is fighting through rest because God created the Sabbath and it's so important. Yeah. You know, I think when you're, you know, so heavily involved in, in one project or one thing or whether it's a conference or event or school and your guards up, like you're, you're like preparing, you're, yeah. you're ready, you're prayed up. And then when it happens, it's like you exhale. And when you exhale, it gives you like a moment where you drop your hands, mm -hmm. where you're like, all right, you know, I've given yeah. everything that I can and, and I breathed out, I can exhale. I didn't expect that shot, that jab right there. Hold yeah. Because my hands were down. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's actually what it made me think of is mm -hmm. a... A boxer when I when I grew up my dad always used to order the boxing fights so mm -hmm. I used to have like my favorite boxers I would watch yeah but one of the things is after each round I know the rounds weren't that long and I remember thinking like gosh these rounds are so quick mm -hmm. but when you think of how they're exhausting their entire body and how many months they train months and years of consistent training for one fight yeah. or one big fight of their life Mm -hmm. And it's so important that after each round, they have a break and 
God highlighted that part to me, and he's like, Judy, what does a boxer do in between each round? Yeah. They sit, they drink water, someone is wiping their sweat and tears mm-hmm. and blood <laughs> and anything, yeah, patch, patching up their wounds as mm-hmm. best as they can before they get in that next round. And so to mm-hmm. me, it's like, think of about that for yourself physically and spiritually. I know that I felt like this week I got hit with like, a fight and like Joey said like okay your your arms were down and you didn't expect that jab like or or mm-hmm. you didn't expect it coming you know like your guard was down but how does that relate to you with like the boxer taking the time sitting down drinking that water letting his wounds be patched up before he gets if he goes to the next round what if he didn't do that and he just went full force every single round yeah I, yeah I think I think would have been possible and you know what it highlighted to me is when you gave that analogy as though when the boxer's sitting down, he can rest because he's also surrounded around a team. That's so and I think that that's super important when you're, when you're, when you're, when you fight, you don't fight tired, but you also hand the baton off to your team. Yeah. You should have people not just praying for you leading up to the big thing that you're doing, but you should have people that are in the grind with you when you're resting. Mm-hmm. When you have your hands down, when you're sitting down, you're taking a breath, you're analyzing what you just went through, what you just came through, and they're keeping an eye out for you. Why can that boxer rest? I think because he's surrounded around people that are that care for them yeah, and not just care for them, but are keeping an eye out for them. And you notice the other thing, I love it. I love all the Rocky movies. You know me, I like <laughs> anything action and fighting especially, yeah. but they're, they, they have one person tending to the wounds. They have another person hydrating them and they have another person, which is their trainer, telling them what to do next. That's so good. So I wonder what the Holy Spirit's role is and when we're resting, what he's telling us to do next. That's really good. You know, and that reminds me, I had a friend let me uh, remind me like leading up to the conference, I kind of had a little bit of warfare um, on social media, kind of people mocking the, the things of God that I was doing. I didn't mm. even know them. So I was like, Lord, just bless them. I'm not going to get caught up in offense or anything like that. But she, uh, my, my friend had told me, you know, I'm praying for you. Um, but I also want you to know that it's really important for you to ask people to be an intercessory prayer for you intentionally. Mm. And she's like, it's so that, and you and I have talked about this, the importance of being, um, fighting offensively and not defensively. Yeah. And you shared that with me because I'm, I'm, I could be good at like, okay, here it comes and I'm on the defense. And so like, okay, you, you pray, you fast, you worship, you know, but how do you prepare to get something offensively instead of defensively i think knowing uh where the where the where the attacks normally come from is helpful or where Um, they're about to hit or where they're about to hit (laughs) and and you can mean going offensively doesn't necessarily mean that you have to attack a a place or a principality or a person but it's more asking for wisdom and discernment on how to respond not how to react because i think that that's where i failed i can personally talk from experience where i've failed is where, where I didn't think about how could I proactively respond so that I don't react. Because mm-hmm. when you're tired and you've put in everything that you can into something, mm-hmm. emotionally you're spent, spiritually you're on vacation, right? And, and, and so what happens is if you don't proactively respond before then and, and talk about those things naturally, but then pray about those things spiritually, 
um, that you become susceptible to reaction. And mm-hmm. I think that's where I personally have failed in the past is I've reacted. And normally our reactions are way over dramatic and way extra. And so, and normally I'm not helping anything in the mix of all of that. So I feel like that's the way to, to address it is know where they normally come, respond, already know how you're going to respond so that you don't have to be subject to reacting. Yeah, that's so good. Um, remember that for next I will. time. I, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm going to try every time get better. I always tell them, like, yeah. if a disagreement or just something comes up, like, the Lord uses us to minister to marriages, to minister to people. Mm-hmm. Um, someone had declared a word over us that we're called to deliver the bound, set the captives free. And mm-hmm. when we do something for God, normally we'll see an attack in our home or warfare or nightmares or different things like that. And it's like, okay, like you can just brush it off. Like I know where this is coming from enemy. You're not going to stop me. I'm not going to let fear come or tense, ten, tension in our marriage. I've, I've uh, actually intentionally reached out to another, another pastor that has retreats and, um, conferences coming up next month and God's like pray for them before during and after especially after Mm. because I know that there's always an aftermath and and so usually the enemy will try to to hit or attack our relationship too or 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 intensify disagreements that can just easily be like forgiven and forgotten and so (laughs) I will normally say like Joey quit being a tool of, of, of the enemy. Lord, forgive, I, Lord, forgive me. This is just like being honest Real talk. and disagreements. Um, like be, be nicer. I, you yeah. know, we just got done doing this or et cetera. And like he said, he's being made aware of like, Hey, don't re- don't react. Like, how can I respond in a better way when you're maybe going through your own exhaustion and your own emotions and your own things, as opposed to mm-hmm. your spouse is not your enemy. Yeah. Uh, celebrate the victory. Yeah. And so that's just one example. But the, the other thing is I want you guys to focus on not being afraid that when you give God your yes, that the aftermath will be greater than the victory. Ooh, I oh, want to tell good. you that ignore it. Even if it means you mm. ignore your spouse and you turn away, like just, just know that like, I love my spouse, but I, I have to know like God, the victory that you have for these people, their freedom, their healing, the anointing, the things that you have in store for them is mm-hmm. greater than these attacks coming against me. Yeah. So I'm not, so what are you going to magnify? Am I going to magnify these petty little arguments or am I going to magnify the victory and the freedom and the deliverance wow. that's coming? Because there's something, there's a couple more conferences that the Lord said in my heart to do. And I, I, I told my spouse, like, we need prayer. We need a team so that we can, you know, mm-hmm. because like you said, it's, we, we're in a spiritual battle every day. We may not see it. Uh, there may be days we feel it, but yeah. there may be days we're not. And there's angels fighting for us. But we also, it's so important to just reach out to that friend or reach out to someone mm. and be like, hey, can you pray for me? Because I gave God my yes. And I don't want to have fear that I'm going to get hit with sickness or I'm going to get hit with anxiety or my body's going to go back to this pain and I'm going to have fear of moving forward or my marriage is going to get hit. So now I'm not going to minister to any marriages because we're safe. We're in the safe zone when we mm. don't help anybody. Um, 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 you good. know, my parent, my kids act out when I help another parent in need. So I'm just not going to help anybody in need because then my kids will behave. Like wow. I want to tell you, 
do not be afraid of the math aftermath because the Lord says he is greater within you than anything of this world. Right. I'm going to say that again. He is greater within you than anything of this world. And the victory that comes is greater than the aftermath that the enemy tries to fear, put fear in you with. Absolutely. And you know what? We belong to a kingdom. I mean, Jesus says it all the time. He said he talks about the kingdom more than he talks about healing. Mm -hmm. And and the thing about a kingdom is the kingdom is 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 what what dominion comes from. It's it's where ruling and reigning comes from. But a king that lives in a kingdom cannot occupy the kingdom and function the kingdom without help. Mm -hmm. And so we can be operating in the fullness of what God's called us to. But we cannot move what God wants us to move without the support of other people. And that doesn't just mean hands and feet moving what our agendas are. It means people that are prayer support, people that are interceding for us, people that, and, and even say this, let's say you got a big agenda, somebody that might even call you on the phone and say, hey, can I provide dinner for you? I know it's been a busy week. Like mm -hmm. those are awesome things to help out um, each other with in a community. And I think that that's something that, that is missing um, and it can be easily overseen when we don't pay attention to to not having the people around us that can help us move things forward, support us after they've moved forward, you know. And yeah. so that's I think that's huge, especially being in it, asking God, like, how can I be that for someone? How yeah. can I be someone's, uh, you know, a part of their boxing team when it's their fight? It's their yeah, turn to launch their thing. Like, hey, do I, I'd love to be your water person. I'd love to be this, you know, but, but basically of that example, like how can I be that for other people too? And mm -hmm. not just other people be that for me, but how can I extend, um, that, that grace and that hope and that, and that intercessory prayer or anything that they need? Um, because yeah. it's so, it's so helpful, but I want to also touch on the importance of rest. Because when God created something, every mm -hmm. time he created something, he celebrated. Mm. He celebrated. Come on. In, this, in, in the seven days that he created the world and the universe and the water and the animals and just everything, like there was a pause. There was a celebration. And then he created the next thing. And then it said that he rested. And it's so important. I want you to know that rest is a weapon, mm. that rest is refueling you and it's think of rest as refueling you equipping you and not a sign of weakness like well now i need to stop now i need to slow down mm -hmm. because if we don't intentionally take a sabbath the sabbath will be taken for us <laughs> like mm. we we will be made to take a sabbath like our yeah. bodies will eventually tell us you need to slow down i told you to slow down hey i told you i was tired i told you i was dehydrated i tried to tell you like you know and and we can't ignore the signs that we that our physical body's telling us we can't ignore the signs that our mind is telling us like hey That's you right. need a little mental break go take a walk get some exercise get those endorphins flowing mm -hmm. but it's so important to not ignore the sabbath Jesus created it for a reason. He went away in a mountain and prayed. He went away in solitude and he didn't do it to be self-righteous. Yeah. He did it to be with God. He did it to fill up his own cup. He did it because he knew something great was coming Absolutely. and he needed to hear from his father. He needed to hear um, these things. So I want to encourage you yeah. that the Sabbath is so important and there's mm -hmm. so many scriptures in the word about rest and, um, the Lord says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Um, take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, just all these beautiful things yeah. that he encourages us through, and there's a reason for it. So yeah. I um, 
lastly, I'll just share this vision that I had when I was in bed one time. And I remember because you and I can go go in a workflow and just really mm-hmm. work, 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 work. And where if we get in that mode, n- sometimes none of us will say, hey, slow down. And we'll be like, OK, let's finish more. <laughs> Yeah, um, we definitely because do. we think then the next day we, we will do less, but then the next day we're like, let's finish yep. more. Yep. And so it's so good and important to have balance. But I remember uh, going through a season where I did so, so much and then I got sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we all got the flu one year. This was before COVID, maybe like five years ago or yeah. six years ago. And I was laying in bed and I was reading this book about encounters with God and I don't know if I was hallucinating from a fever, but I tell you what, Jesus showed up in my room and I was in tears. The presence of God was so strong. I remember hugging and holding my blanket really tight and my pillow. And I told my husband, Jesus is here. I tapped his mm-hmm. shoulder. I was like, Jesus is here. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was I asking that. him like, God, speak to me. What do you want me to do? And he said, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Why do you think you always have to do something? Yeah. He said, I want you to rest. I want you to get better. And I love you just as much you laying here on this bed than you preaching or doing anything else. Yeah, that's so good. You know that word rest, it actually means to draw back. Wow. And and, and you think about the scriptures, you know, I remember God telling me one time, because I'm not good at resting, guys. Um, I can go, go, go. And you know what I, I found out? I have to tell out? you to nap. Something. She does have to say, she's like, close your eyes for a little bit. You're, you're not going to lose anything or lose your place. And, and, you know, but, but I'm, I'm a recovering non-rest addict. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but that, but that word rest actually means to draw back. But I remember God telling me one time when I, when I was refusing to rest and Judy and I were, we were busy. We were pastor, senior pastor in a church. We were running the school that went, you know, five weeks at a time. And right when the break started, I got sick. Mm-hmm. because we were go, 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 and I didn't rest. I told you you had a cough for two years. Yeah, she's like, you had a pastor's cough. No, <laughs> it's an ongoing years. pastor's cough. No, but, but, but I would get sick, and, and, I, and I got like, like a cold or whatever, and I got sick for like a week. And I said, God, why, did, why, why am I getting sick? Like I take care of myself, or I did this, and I did that. And all he said to me is he's like, because I need to draw you back. And I was looking that up, and that word draw back means to rest. And I think about it from a slingshot. Mm-hmm. When you when you send a slingshot, a slingshot doesn't just exist and go to a place; it gets drawn back, yeah, so that it can be shot out. So, what if for one second you guys can entertain this? What if rest is actually drawing me back, so that I can be shot out further? Right. What if rest means, like in His Word says, "Draw close to Me, and I'll what? Draw close to you." When we rest, we're actually getting closer to God. Our doing does not establish relationship. It's our being that does. And we can never be the most being of who we are except for when we're drawing back into him. And I think that that's an example that he's given to me that I want to exercise more and more often. But but sometimes rest is just being drawn back. Mm -hmm. It's so important. And, you know, I remember yesterday thinking, okay, I only got about five things crossed out my 15th item to do list and very <laughs> important things. And I, yeah. I got some very important things done, but thinking, gosh, I needed more, but there wasn't enough time in the day. And then the Lord reminded me, you, you would not be able to survive if I gave you more than 24 hours. Oof. You would not be able to survive if I gave you more than a certain amount of work time, but trusting him that he can do, he can do the rest. 
through our rest. Come on. If we trust him, because rest is also a sign of trust. When we are obedient to the Sabbath Mm -hmm. and we turn off the noise and we turn off the sound and we turn off social media and we turn off the news for a moment and Mm. we turn um, just our ears more open to him. Yeah. We are saying, Lord, instead of saying, I choose to rest with you, we're also saying, I choose to trust you. That's so good. Because you called me to take a Sabbath, and your Sabbath doesn't necessarily have to be on a Sunday, etc. But I want to empower you and encourage you to choose a day, to choose a few hours where you're going to put your your phone down, you're going to put the media down, you're going to take a pause from work, yeah. Because you, I guarantee you that if you are obedient to God's Sabbath, you'll be more productive mm. and you'll be less weary, less overwhelmed. And I have to do that to myself and say, yeah. okay, I did so much, but I have to take a pause. I have to take a walk. I have to go feed my, um, my, 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 my body, my mind, my soul. Um, I have to work out. I have to, I, I could work until I skip meals. And my husband literally has to tell me, hey, I don't think you ate breakfast. Or I don't think you need to sit down and eat lunch. <laughs> because like he said, we can both be workaholics and just work, work, work. And we have to, we're good at reminding each other. Oh, yeah. But I'm challenging, challenging you to remind yourself that it's okay to take that rest yeah. and trust in God that he'll take care of it. Because guess what? You can work 60 hours, 70 hours, but ask him, God, help me be fruitful and, mm-hmm. and, and give me wisdom with my time yeah. and not wear myself out. Like there's other countries that they work less and get paid more yeah, and Europe, they have more Europe, breaks and all these Europe things. And, right? 30 hour work weeks, and, two hour and lunches. And haven't they seen more, more production? Yeah, because yeah. you can do more when, when you've given your body more. Why do you think that is more prevalent there than here? I think because they've seen an extreme amount of burnout. And when you see the burnout, you're forced to make changes if it impacts impactful people. So there's probably less stress, anxiety, like heart disorders, just different things like that, right? Oh, of course. Because you're taking the time to rest and take an actual work break and do the different things like that. So here's a a little help for you. Why don't you put something on your calendar? Yeah. Just at the end of the week, whatever day that is, um, Saturday or Sunday, and and just put it on your calendar. Say, for one hour, mark it off for one hour, and say, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. I'm just going to be, and remind yourself of that every week. I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to be, and then look after four weeks and see how you feel. Absolutely. When you've actually honored the rest that you need. Yeah. Because you, you're worth the rest. And it's so beautiful because it says that God goes before us and he already knew what we were going to need yep so when we're the ones that feel weary he still reminds us like hey come to me when you're weary mm-hmm. but also are you weary because you didn't take the rest day i gave you yeah so uh it's like free so pto good. like spiritual pto i'll take the pto that we can cash in and jesus is like cash it in you're overdue so come trust on. him i love that so we uh love you guys and we just want to you want to pray over them yeah yeah pray. Wow, yeah, Father, yeah. Thank, Jesus, you. thank you. Thank you for whoever's listening mm-hmm. to this podcast. We're so thankful, God, that you knew them before the foundations of the earth. You knew what they need. 
you know what they can do, but you don't see their value in what they do. You see their value in who they are, which is yours. Mm-hmm. I pray that they grab that value and they apply it to their life in the picture of rest. Mm-hmm. That they separate themselves some time to take a deep breath, to put all the distractions away, and allow to enter into rest. Because rest is where they find you. Yeah. Thank you, God, that we will begin to be obedient mm-hmm. to your Sabbath as we are as diligent with our work. Thank you that we trust you every time we take a pause and a break and we're saying, okay, God, thank you that you can do the supernatural. You can do what we cannot do. Mm. And you can do more, God, in 24 hours than we ever could. Thank you for knowing us and loving us the way that you do and for creating a Sabbath, for allowing us to rest in your in your presence, in your promises. We thank you. Let us hold on to that. And I thank you that you're relieving someone from anxiety right now where they just felt this pressure, this pressure Mm. to uh, constantly do because they felt like they weren't producing enough and they were afraid of not meeting quotas and just different things. And I thank you that as you ease the anxiety in their mind, they actually begin to be more fruitful Mm. and more ideas begin to flow because they had more clarity during their time of rest. And we just bless everyone listening to this God And we thank you for breakthrough in their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You guys deserve it. You're worth it. Yeah. See you next week. Happy birthday again, babe. Thank you. (laughs) We'll see you next week for Wisdom Wednesday. And again, share this with anybody that you feel will be blessed by it. And thank you guys for listening.